Hello and thanks for joining us once again for the Inspire, Create and Shine podcast, where we discuss life, love, literature and the arts from a Christian perspective. This is your host, Melanie D from MelanieDTheAuthor.com. Stay tuned for our next episode. Hey, y'all, it's Melanie again. Hey, so I came across um, Psalms chapter 90. um, And I particularly read the first couple of verses. And they were actually on-time verses in light of the fact that I was in the mountains. Psalms chapter 90, verse 1 and 2 says, Lord, this is a prayer of Moses too. You know Moses in the Bible. Okay. He was praying. He said, Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth or ever you have formed the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. That's the English standard version that I tend to read because of its simplicity. And it, this, this, these couple of verses really put God in perspective. They really make you, or at least try to help you understand the magnitude or the majesty of Almighty God. He supersedes mountains, and mountains are the, one of the largest, probably are the largest structures in the world. And so, when we think about God in this passage, Uh, where Moses is saying before the mountains were even brought forth, before they were even made basically, or before God ever formed the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting. That means eternal, non-stop, infinity and beyond. God, you are God, always has been, always will be. You have been our dwelling place in all generations from the first man to the man, the men and women that walk the earth today you lord have been our dwelling place our home is found in him and if you're a believer you know very well what that's like the secret place the dwelling place god in us god with us so he's just giving honor to god and when you're in the mountains and surrounded by mountains and you look out and you see the the vast Um, size of these structures that God created with the spoken word it's just mind-boggling it's just so amazing I'm always in awe of God's creation but when you see it up close it's even more awe-inspiring so this got me thinking about um, a couple of quotes I'd heard before as well as this poem that I wrote some years ago it's on my YouTube page But I wanted to share it with you all today because everybody that listens to my podcast does not follow me on YouTube and everybody that follows me on YouTube does not listen to my podcast. So I wanted to share this with my my podcast audience today. Um, My poem, it's called God's View. I'm sorry, it's actually called My View. Um, But it's listed on my YouTube as God's View of You. Um... So it's basically a poem describing the way that God sees us. He sits high, but he looks low. And you might you might wonder and might think to yourself, now how can a God who's that high up 
that far away, uh, seemingly that far away, how is it that he can see us down here? Little old me, little old you. How is it that he can see us? How can he relate to us? How can he be concerned about what goes on in our day-to-day lives, the small details of our lives, even though the word, the word says, the word of God says, he's concerned um, with the small things. You know, the hairs on our, the very hairs on our head are numbered. You know, he knows when we, when we go to bed at night, he knows when we rise up in the morning. He's well acquainted with everything that we are doing. And there are angels dispatched that keep watch over us so yeah i just wanted to share this poem to encourage somebody today think about it from the perspective of the heavens a god that sits high but he looks low Um, a god that's greater and even bigger than the mountains if you could only see my view looking down through space, through stellar blinding lights. How is it I can see your face, you might wonder. My view of you is panoramic glory, transcending the elements and span of time, taking in the complete picture, the whole story, my perfect creation, future, present, and past. My vision, my plans for you so vast, for only I know the first from the last. Agape threads spiral down through the clouds, beckoning to you like a lifeline. Catch hold of this love in epic proportion. See the love in my eyes, heart of mine piercing deep past the hues of the sky's canvas, black and blue and purple, colors of the rainbow, full of the dye I spread with my words. Who but I could see you like this? My eyes are ever clear, searching out your heart for all that concerns you, charting the course of your life and seeing you through its stages. There are pages and pages of love letters I've written to you, carried across the billions of miles of air on my wind-blown kisses. This is my view of you, and it's bright and beautiful. So I was in the mountains um, and I needed to get away. I needed to have some rest and relaxation and I got to have a good time. I got to take a road trip and um, travel to the mountains. I had wanted to get there um, around my birthday this year. I actually wanted to go to the mountains and that didn't work out, but I had, um, I still got to do some of the things that I really love for my birthday with my, um, my main people, my closest peeps. Um, well, some of them. It was refreshing though, this time of year, because the mountains are so beautiful in the fall. That's like my favorite, one of my favorite times of year. I happen to like all the seasons really. But anyway, (laughs) 
I love autumn in particular because of the colors. It's so beautiful. Like I already love nature. It's gorgeous. The trees, I mean, any time of year, summer, spring, whatever, the greenery, the, the skies are just beautiful and blue, but you know, year round, it's beautiful, but it's something about the autumn time of year. Um, it's not too, it's, it's normally not too hot. It's normally not too cold. And you might you might have to go every now and again with a light jacket or or a light coat or whatever but the the colors it's like this kaleidoscope of beautiful colors everywhere you look the trees are just bursting forth in color and then if the sunlight hits it at just the right angle oh my god it's like it burst forth like the whole the whole <laughs> All of the trees are set on fire. They're set ablaze with this shining light coming through them. And it's just absolutely breathtakingly beautiful. You know, I, I opened the door to the, um, the, 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 the condo that we were in and just saw this amazing view. Oh my goodness. Right from the bedroom onto the deck leading out and seeing this spectacular view of the mountains and I was like oh my god I need to sit out here and get my um sip on um and just enjoy <clears throat> the views so I love the autumn because of that um the activities the, the weather um it's also a time of gathering with your family and friends because Thanksgiving is around that time. Um, it's getting close to Christmas time. Um, I have a lot of people whose birthdays and stuff come around that time as well. So it's like it's just like a, a warm time, a time of gathering, a time of fellowship or something. That's what it's normally um, what normally comes to mind. Of course, there's been some some sad things over the years that have occurred during the fall as well. But in general, the fall is just wonderful. So the mountains in the fall with all of this beauty, fresh air, fun activities, outdoor activities. Oh my God, it's just amazing. It was the perfect time to do, um, to take a road trip. My ears popped a few times as I'm going up and down these hills. And from depending on where I was, you could see things from different angles. The higher I was going up, you could look down and see things differently from one angle. If you go on another side of that mountain, you see things from another angle. And if you go down low, you're looking up at the um, mountains from another angle. So it made me think of the word perspective, perspective. And then that made me think of this quote that I want to share with you. If you've been following me and listen to me, um, listening to me for a while now, um, whether it's on my um, Facebook, whatever, over the years, my personal pages, even before I started doing these podcasts, I have um, talked about how much I journal. I haven't been consistent with it, late, with it lately, but that's something that I used to do on a regular basis, just journal my thoughts, my prayers, my you know, the prophetic words that were given to me, the things God uh, dropped in my spirit, you know, all kinds of things that I needed that were important that I needed to document. Right. So I had this dream two times. This was the second time that I had this dream and I'm not going to share the dream, but it was very um, vivid, very clear, clearly a God dream um, that God was sharing with me. But what I wanted to mention was the part that he said, um, 
the part that he said um, at the end of the dream. <sighs> like after everything he showed me in the dream for the second time. Three words he said to me that I can remember uh, very vividly. The, the, follow, the words that followed after those three words, I kind of didn't recall the exact wording but I still had a paraphrase for what he was saying. But the three, the first three words were very distinct. He said, change your perspective. Now, without sharing with you the, the scope of the dream, I will, I will kind of explain the dream without telling you exactly what was in the dream. Basically, he was showing me that um, some things I might uh, see put before me or I might see some things in front of me that are that from my perspective and the way I see them, they seem so big. They seem extremely big to me, like like 10 times or more bigger than me. And this is very relative in my mind to, to what I'm talking about now with the mountains and all that. But the things he was showing me made me see myself as very small. Now, in the grand scheme of things, we really should see ourselves as small when it comes to God, like God, as I was trying to describe earlier is he sits high he looks low but he is very big and he can see everything and we must remember that no one's bigger or greater than God and so we must humble ourselves before him we must fall down before God and we must worship him and reverence him and understand that we that he is a big God and that he's omnipotent omnipresent and um all-powerful so we must it's rightfully so. We must bow before him. We must submit to God. We must humble ourselves before him. So from the from that perspective, that's actually a good viewpoint is to see yourself as small in his presence. Even though the Bible talk calls us friend, we're a friend of God and all that kind of stuff. Still, God is bigger than us. We must understand we're not on the same plane, plane as him. We're not equals to God. You know, he might have given us like God like abilities and giving us titles and, and um, ranks in the heavenlies <laughs> in the stratosphere so make us think we're elevated um, in the spirit and that kind of stuff but for real God is always greater than us and so we're never equal to him in any sense of the word but okay let me go back to the three words he gave me at the end of this dream he said change your perspective the things he was showing me made me see myself as small initially in the dream, but then he showed me again in another perspective or from another perspective. And the thing that I was seeing as so big at first was now a more natural size or a normal size. Okay, so he said, change your perspective. And then the paraphrase after that, it was like, stop seeing challenges and obstacles um, as such big things. Stop seeing them as like they're so big. When you and God are so much bigger together, when you and God together are big, you're capable of handling these things that seem big to you. It's just the way that you're looking at them. And then it was like, change your perspective. You're not as small as you think. And I'm not pointing the finger and saying this to anyone in particular. I'm not calling nobody out there small. I'm not putting it out there like, you know, this ain't a shout out to people who are short. This ain't a shout out to those who um, are tall either. Like you're a tall person, short person, medium. This applies to all of us because every now and again, we all feel like this. 
you know, you feel imposter syndrome or you feel like you're not enough or you feel like you're not um, uh, qualified or you're not whatever. Um, whatever the case may be, uh, if something is brought before you, you're like sometimes, sometimes even if you're a person, a woman or a man of faith and you're trying to, you know, think big and think outside the box and that kind of stuff every now and, and then <laughs> your little flesh might kick in and you're like whoa that's a little much I don't know if I can handle all that that's a lot but really um it's like God when God gives you things um assignments and things he wants wants you to do sometimes it's like that um he'll it'll normally it'll take if it's a God-sized dream it's going to take um more than just you anyway to accomplish it nine times out of ten it's going to take more than just you Okay, then, y'all, I was reading this book. Who was the author? Um, and I probably need to revisit that book. It was so good. Anyway, it was a book by someone named S. Craig Bishop. There was a quote in there, and it was talking about perspective. The quote said, Perspective increases as you go higher. Perspective increases as you go higher. A rock to an ant looks like a mountain, but a rock to a man looks like a rock. Who's right? It depends on the perspective. Did you hear that? Let that soak in. I'm going to read it again. Perspective increases as you go higher. Now I'm going to pause on that, on that sentence and think about what I, was, what I was already talking to you about so far when I was saying that as I was going up and down these hills in the mountains on this road trip. As I went up a hill, some things I could see from that angle look smaller. Some things look differently from that angle. But as I went back down another hill, I, the things looked a little different from that angle. So you see different angles as you're going up the mountain, as, as you go down the mountain. So think about this, if you're in an airplane even, if you're in an airplane and you're up high in the sky, you might look down out your window and look down at the at the trees and the city that you're um, flying over and everything looks so small and you see all these you can't even see people when you get to a certain height you can't even see the people anymore you, all you see is the buildings and the trees and the lakes and the big things that are down there right so perspective increases as you go higher your perspective gets wider it gets bigger as you go higher it's okay it says a rock to an ant looks like a mountain think about this I just was talking about a mountain you, we all know mountains are huge humongous creations by God right they're really really big a little rock looks like a mountain to a tiny ant because they're so small then it says but a rock to a man looks like a rock we're seeing it just as a rock it's not big it's it's tiny in our eyes so he's saying who's right is the is the ant right for seeing the um, rock like a mountain or is the man right for seeing the rock like a rock he said it, it depends on the perspective we're up looking down so it looks normal size the ant is down looking up so it looks gigantic so as I was mentioning about mountains in between mountains is usually a valley so as you go up 
you're looking down in the valley things look smaller but as you go down and as you're at the bottom and in, in that valley you're looking up and everything looks huge as you look up okay that's because your perspective changes when you're down versus when you're up if you're down and let's look at that figuratively if you're down depressed or you're down in life like things ain't going your way right now stuff like that you might have a different perspective your outlook is different you're seeing everything negatively and so it's like you have this negative worldview you have this negative outlook on things because you're down generally there are some people while they're down they're looking up to God the author and finisher of our faith. They keep their eyes stayed on Jesus. So they can be down and out. They can be going through and they still have a positive outlook because they didn't take their eyes off the prize, which was Jesus Christ, okay? So that's a word. Keep our eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus no matter where you are in life. If you're going up a mountain, or if you're at the top of the mountain and we all reach high points in life or at some point you probably will you have highs you have lows but at some point you're going to reach a high in your life that might be happiness it might be love it might be marriage it could be children it could be a, a promotion um, a job that you landed it could be money that you got it could be new relationships it could be acquiring a property or something, something that you were um, in pursuit of, something that you wanted, goals that you were trying to reach, and then you've reached the goal. And so then now you're at the top of this mountain or at a peak, not necessarily at the top, but you're at a peak or you've reached a, a, a high point on, on that mountain to your ultimate goal. And so as you're going up, man, you're feeling good, you're feeling strong, you're feeling happy, you're feeling joyful. Actually, you may not feel strong, you might actually feel a little weak from all of that climbing. But you gain strength with the climb, right? And while you're going up, you still should keep your, your, your head lifted so you can see where you're going. Keeping your eyes still on Jesus, still keeping your eyes on God, right? God is also there in the valleys, though. Make no mistake. God is there in the valleys as well. But as you're rising, your outlook is different. While you're busy climbing, guess what else? You no longer see the mountain as something that's insurmountable like you did when you were at the base of the mountain. When you're at the bottom looking up, it looks like, oh my God, how am I going to get up there? But then you start taking a step small steps one at a time gear on your back booted and suited up taking with you the things that you need to successfully make that climb and as you're climbing you're gaining momentum you're getting you're getting excited you're getting happier because you know you're making progress no matter how slow it might take us some of us longer than others especially if you're not as strong as the next person it might take you longer um, if you have any other kind of challenges that the other person next to you doesn't have, it might take you longer. But the main thing is that you keep going, you keep trying, that you don't give up, and that you know that God is the ultimate prize and that He has your back and that He's with you every step of the way. So it's like you're never alone, you know? You're, no matter when you're in the valley down low, 
or when you're in the mountains up high. The, like the song says, ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no valley low enough. Nothing can keep us from him. God will, will, will find a way to get to us. He will find a way to love on us. He will find a way to help us. So we must keep our eyes on him. Jesus Christ, I keep saying this in my um, podcast because I, I, I'm, I'm not just saying this for my health. If you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, I advise you to get one. Um, the things that go on in this world are nothing to play with. There's spiritual warfare um, going on on the daily. We're wrestling not against flesh and blood. You might have some problem people in your life, life here and there. But it's not the people, ultimately, that, that, that we fight with. We're fighting with principalities and powers. There's spirits all around us. If you want to be able to stand in these evil days, the days that are here now, the days to come, we must have God on our side. Jesus Christ is our, our um, source. He is our protector, our defender, our everything. And he sends his angels who responds to the voice of his words. So that's why I was telling y'all the last couple of months in my podcast to speak the word of God, the word of God, which is in the Bible. Go in there and find some power words, words of strength, words of um, faith, hope, all kinds of words that will uplift and give you strength and help you to stand against evil that tries to come against you. Psalms 91, for example, is a, is a powerful passage. Psalms 91 says... If we dwell in the secret place of the Most High God, we shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So we're covered and protected by Him when we stay in His face in the secret place. Just like Psalms 90 was saying, the Lord has been our dwelling place before the mountains or the earth or the world was formed. God has been our home. He is who we dwell in and He surrounds us like the mountains and He, you know, He's with us. So we have to remember that's who we run to. That's our source. That's our rock. That's our rock right there. So a rock to an ant might look like a mountain and a rock to a man looks like a rock. But guess who our rock is? On Christ, the solid rock, we stand. All other ground is sinking sand. If you live long enough, you'll come to find that out. If you're a believer, you'll find it out that I don't care what comes. I don't care what goes. People, places or things. God is our solid foundation. And he's the thing that won't move. You know, the Bible says that everything around you will be shaken. Everything that can be shaken will be shaken. Your world will be shaken. Sometimes, sometimes your world can be flipped upside down. Things happen all the time in life. But God is our solid rock. The winds come and blow against our house. But if it's built on that solid foundation, which is Jesus Christ, that that house will not <clears throat> will not fall. So I'm talking about heights and just the the ebbs and flows, the ebbs and flows of life. Uh, we go up, we go down. Um, there are ups and downs in life. Our moods go up and they go down. So life is full of changes like that. Like things are up one minute, they're down the next. But don't lose heart. Just simply change your perspective. Like I was given in this dream, change your perspective. If God um, before us, who can be against us, if God has given us something, he's probably already equipped you. If he gave you something to do, like some things, sometimes when people come to me with stuff and I'm like, 
it's something that, that I have not done before, but I've done something similar. And I'm like kind of doubting myself at times. Like, I don't know if I can do that. And then, and then, then when I step back and I remember what he said to me in his dream, change your perspective. If he sets something before you, you are capable of handling it. Like you already have it inside you. There are gifts and talents inside of each and every one of us that God has blessed us with. When we when we were formed, God put certain gifts inside of us. And those callings and those gifts are without um, repentance, as the Bible says. They will not, they're irrevocable once God gives them to you. So then there are some things that we learn over time and development. We develop them by going to school or, you know, you start, you learn that you have a skill. But truth be told, you might have been developing them by, go, by going to school, but God already knew you had it in you. He put it in you at birth or before birth, really. You were just now discovering it for yourself that you had it, but you had it all along. You just had to stir it up a little bit. You just had to get around it a little bit. You just had needed a little bit of exposure. You needed to go where the mountains were. You needed to explore new terrain. You needed to go in places that you weren't familiar with. And then you start to see things from a different perspective. And then you start to see yourself differently. Like I said, we have an awe and a reverence for God when we see the grandeur of his creation. And we know that we're not as big as that mountain. But God is greater than any mountain. And the Bible even says, if we have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, we can say to a mountain, figuratively, be moved, be cast into the sea, and that mountain must obey. So if we are encountering mountains in our lives, obstacles is what we're, what we're talking about here. If we're encountering obstacles that are stopping our progress or people, places and things that are trying to get in the way of the missions that God has given us to do, and you know what God has told you to do, you may not always know. Some things you do know. He told you himself. He told you in his word. Um, some, someone told you, um, a man of God or a woman of God told you. Or God has a, a multiplicity of ways of getting messages to you. But some things we're very clear that God told us to do certain things. And so if you're trying to do those things that he wants, wants you to do and then there's like mountains in your way. And you ain't trying to cause no drama and no problems. You're just trying to do what God wanted you to do, right? And then you're like, why are all these obstacles trying to get in my way? Why are people trying to stop me from doing what God told me to do? So you know that that's principalities and powers and obstacles that are not of God. <clears throat> some things, <clears throat> excuse me, some things though God might have allowed to see if you would believe him. He knew he gave you the word years ago. He gave you the word before you had the trial, before you had the mountain, before you had the obstacle so that you would hold on to that faith. He wants to see if you're going to believe him over what you're seeing. So if he gave you the mission, he gave you the word and then you have an obstacle and you just dropped the ball like, well, I guess I can't get around this obstacle. So I just got to give up. He's like, no, do you believe me or you or do you or do you believe your problem? Do you believe me or do you believe your doubts? Do you believe me or are you, are you um, trusting in yourself? So listen, every obstacle is not meant or every mountain is not meant to stop you. Every mountain is not meant to hurt you. Some mountains are meant to increase your faith, to strengthen you. So like I said, in the climbing process, you're getting stronger. You're getting more fit. God will equip you and give you what you need to be able to make the climb. This even brings to mind a song that I love um, that I've shared a few times on my social media pages. It's called For Every Mountain. 
amazing song. It says basically, for every mountain you've brought me over, for every trial you've seen me through, for every blessing, hallelujah, for this I give you praise. So in every obstacle and mountain and trial of life, our posture should always be praise, thanksgiving to God because we know that it's because of him that we get up and over these mountains, that we survive in the valleys. So always keep that perspective. All right, enough of this talking. I could go on and on as usual. Y'all know how I ramble when I get to talking. So I hope something I said today blessed you, ministered to your spirit. I hope that you all will be safe as the Halloween season fully approaches. Um, I hope you'll be mindful of the times because specifically during the Halloween season, spiritual activity can increase. Um, evil forces that that celebrate um, satanic rituals and satanic cultures and satanic things during this season, they are more active during the Halloween season. So you all be mindful, be safe, be careful if you decide to go out there and be a part of that stuff. I wouldn't advise you to. It's better to protect your eye gate, your ear gate, your spirit, the spirits of you and your loved ones. Because when you participate in things like that, it's like you're opening yourself up to those evil things that are associated with the with the um with the holiday. All right, I don't want to be preachy, but I just wanted to drop some of that in your spirit. I hope again that um you got something out of this um podcast episode. Till next time, have a beautiful, blessed and productive day and talk to you again soon, hopefully. God bless. Bye-bye. If you'd like to be featured on this podcast, please hit me up at Melanie D, the author at yahoo.com. That's Melanie D, the letter D, the author at yahoo.com or on my website at www.melaniedtheauthor.com. Thank you so much for listening. Have a beautiful and blessed day.